Building Years Podcast with Justin Alexio and Jeremiah Watkins. New episodes every Wednesday. Welcome to the show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Building Years. This is Jeremiah Watkins. This is Justin Alexio. You're listening to the Building Years, baby. Are you? Or maybe you're... Maybe you're driving. You stumbled upon a, a different channel on accident on Ma- SoundCloud. Yeah, maybe you're driving and you're cleaning and you're not really listening to us. We're background noise so you don't feel that void of loneliness. <laughs> hey, podcasts are the best for background noise. Maybe we're keeping you awake right now, either on your way to work or you're up late. Who knows? Maybe you're trying to hook up with that hot girl and uh, you accidentally played this podcast when you were looking for your R. Kelly mix. I would love it if we were... <laughs> Right next to an R. Kelly mix. Like, that made, like, <laughs> zero sense. I'm sorry, baby. Dude, uh, have you ever seen R. Kelly's Trapped in the Closet? His infinite saga? It's, like, 60 chapters. No. It's uh, it's pretty good. Yeah? It's actually, it's just about, I don't know, it's just a hip-hop drama. It's all through music videos, and it's sung. And, uh, yeah, I would highly recommend it. I, I didn't get through all of them, but uh, I miss it. It was, like, when I was, like, 13, 14, I came out. Hmm. Watch one, Jeremiah. My most recent experience with R. Kelly was Joe Coy saying uh, Remix to Ignition at one of the goddamn comedy jams he was on. Oh, yeah. That's and one of the was, greatest songs of all time. It was great. It's like my as you roll. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a great song. Mm-hmm. You know what I think? What, what jokes do you think are hack? I think whenever someone talks about R. Kelly pissing on someone, I'm like, been done. Well, Chappelle yeah, because, did it, and it's over. Well, Chappelle did like the perfect joke on it, so it's like, like with a sketch. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah, he did it with a sketch, and he did it in his stand-up, and I was just like, anything it's else covered now? You're done. Yeah, and it's not topical at all. So <laughs> yeah, it's like t- ten yeah, to fifteen how, years ago. How many years ago that happened? Were you playing? Were you playing uh, a sport? This uh, oh yeah recently I see a I see a strawberry on your knee yeah this is uh, flag football man uh, that's some road rash right there yeah well uh, I haven't played on turf in like ten years and uh, I forgot that it's just like playing on concrete yeah it hurts Cause we play in uh, we play at Hollywood High and they have a probably I would it's probably a million dollar field. It's a real nice turf. Were you wearing shorts or were you wearing Yeah, pants? I was wearing shorts. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. everyone's like, you got to wear the tights, bro. So uh, oh, yeah. I've got tights that I'm going to wear, start wearing. Those are really in now. Tights? Yeah. I, I, I see so many like hip black guys wearing like tights underneath their basketball shorts. Oh, yeah? That's, uh, I mean. Like the Under Armour, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I know what you're saying. Because NBA players do it. Yeah, I mean, is that considered different from the tights that you're, that you're talking no, about? No, I mean. That's the same thing, right? Yeah. Like the Under Armour, like, I don't even know what it's called. Maybe, yeah. Like, if you went to the store, could I get the, <laughs> could I get the tight? Uh, I think they're called compression leggings. That makes sense. Compression leggings. So, yeah, I'm going to be, dude, they're expensive. I have a one bet. pair, and they were like 30, 40 bucks, and I had to get. Good grief. Another another pair. But anyways, yeah, we lost in the uh last seconds. Mm. Um so you know, we're 0 3. My flag football team's 0 3, my dodgeball team is 0 3, and um starting to think maybe I'm the common connection. <laughs> what so, position do you play for flag football? I play corner to mm. safety. Because okay. uh, you know, whatever. 
I just because here's the thing, it makes me work out. Because if I play receiver, you can just run slow and it's all good. And uh, but you you take a playoff on defense, it's touchdown, baby. Yeah. And then you get yelled at. And I accidentally swore. I get mad. You know what I realize? I'm just really competitive, and it makes me uh, get really angry. But I feel like that's a good a good outlet. Sports, right? As yeah. Long as I'm not screaming it like my friends. Dude, I don't know. I haven't played flag football since I was real little. But I'm curious about this. If you had this in Arizona, because we had this in Kansas, did you have a game called Smear the Queer? <laughs> yeah, back in the politically incorrect days. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, I was just thinking about that. I was like, I feel like the next generation of kids, or even this generation of kids, would be shocked that we had a game <laughs> called Smear the Queer. And if you don't know what Smear the Queer is, anybody who has the ball, they're the queer, and then you just try to rip the ball and like push them down and like do yeah, whatever. Yeah, and you while can you're doing that, you know. You, but then the 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 weird thing is, you become the queer as yeah. soon as you get the ball. So yeah. And while you're hitting him, you you know you throw out homophobic slurs at him. <laughs> the whole campus. I remember everybody's defense would be like, "Queer means weird, all right." And we're like, "Yeah, yeah, sure." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah, how you're using yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's how you're using the sentence. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, dude, I used to get messed up in that game. Cause I used to have people that they would push me and then like hit me in the face. Well, the some people. If they were douchey, they'd let they'd throw the ball to you real quick, and you instant like out of instinct catch it, and then they would like tackle you as soon as they threw the ball to you. Oh, that was the good old days. They used to like let us play that game at elementary schools. No way they would do it now. Yeah. Uh, my little brother, uh, he says that now it's actually the football kids are considered uh, the weirdos at his school. That uh, they're just considered dumb jocks, and more of the kids that are that. Um, do good in school are the cool kids now. Dude, that's a total 21 jump street. <laughs> like how they, you know how he goes back to yeah. school and he's not cool anymore? Because he's like, they're like, that's, yeah, yeah what, what is that? you're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's funny. So. That's yeah. so weird. Role reversals in society. Times are changing. Yes, they are. I feel like the arts kids are going to, they're going to be the popular ones next. Hmm. Dude, art kids at my school were uh so weird, right? Yeah. Yeah. We didn't really have bullying at my school, but it was just like, ugh. There was like this one cool table. If I would I got to the point where I, I could sit at sit at it, but it was you know, there's a cool table and then there's like the center of the cool table. Like where like the hottest girl sits and the hottest guy and everyone filters out, fans out. I was always on the, the very end of the diameter. Like, hey, hey, Jenna, Jenna, Jenna. You're in a cave. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where are you? Where are you? Where are you? How about that podcast that we did? Oh, yeah. That was so interesting. It was so funny. So Justin, <laughs> I asked Justin to do this podcast because I got asked to do a podcast. And they're like, bring a friend. That's usually a very <laughs> that's unusual a, request. That's a bit, yeah. But uh, it was one of their first podcasts. And they're interviewing us. And the host... Admits that she used to do heroin at 16. And I'm just like, whatever you're going to ask us about comedy-wise is not as interesting as you talking about doing heroin as a teenager. So let's talk about that. And she like didn't... Whenever you're used to something in your life, you just kind of blow past it. Yeah. And I'm like, no, 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 no. That's the thing that we're going to talk about. <laughs> yeah, Jeremiah took over the uh, hosting duties for the podcast. Hey, man, sometimes you got to do what's best for the show. 
Also, that clock, they have a clock there. That's kind of dope, actually. Yeah. The countdown is like, you got to freaking wrap this oh, up. Come on, come, come on. Come on, come on. We should have one for when our guests go 50 minutes. Just like put it up there. Like, look at that, buddy. I mean, that would actually help. Because <laughs> sometimes I'm like, I don't know how to end this. Sometimes it's, it's organically good and we just let it go. But, you know, we try to do the half hour thing. Hey guys, a little inside the podcast studio there. Yep. Dude, so on Tuesday, this past Tuesday, right after Stand Up on the Spot, Stand Up on the Spot went well. It was, it was fun. Good show. Go downstairs. They had a dope lineup. Yeah, it was awesome, man. Joe Rogan, Harlan Williams, Todd Glass, Baron Vaughn, Jamie Lee, Ty Rivera. It was fun. Myself. It was good. After that, all of a sudden, like, people start, like, whispering and stuff like that. Hey, hey, I think that's so-and-so. I think that's... And I look over, and Jerry Seinfeld is walking into the comedy store, and I'm like, oh, frick. Really? He hasn't been there. Okay, he hasn't been there in, like... He hasn't been there since 1979. (laughs) What? Wait, (laughs) What? He hasn't been on stage there since yeah. 1979. He's maybe gone back. I think he went like back there, uh, I heard, with Gary Shandling, just like to walk around the comedy store. Okay, why did, why, why is he gone for so long? Is there a fallout with Mitzi? Okay, we'll get to that. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, tell yeah, tell no, your story it, no, it's great. in the Tarantino style you want to tell. No, it. I will, I will. So he's walking in the back, and so there's people that are about to go upstairs or somewhere else. And like Ari Manis and Abby Roberts are about, are about to leave. They're like, hey, man, I'm out. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Seinfeld just got here. And I think he's going to go up. They're like, thanks for the heads up. <laughs> so we all go into the original room. We're waiting. And we think he's going to go on next. But then they bring up Sebastian Maniscalco. I'm like, oh, okay. Maybe he's, maybe he's going on after Sebastian. He is going to go on after Sebastian. He didn't want to go uh, uh, before him because I guess Sebastian... Did comedians and cars getting coffee? And Sebastian convinced him to come by the comedy store because he had a spot there later that night. Oh. Yeah. So okay. Sebastian was going to bring Seinfeld up. Dude, Sebastian crushed so hard. Uh, like, I mean, I'm sure he's swinging for the fences because yeah. he's oh, he knows he's opening for Seinfeld and he knows that Seinfeld is going to be watching. Right. So Seinfeld's not in the OR. He's like in the front. I can hear his voice like faintly, (laughs) (laughs) like, like through, like muffled through a curtain. I'm like, Oh man, he's going to go up. It's going to happen. Roast battle is starting upstairs. The show that I'm on (laughs) every single week. And I'm like, Oh no. Oh no. I'm like, looks like Jeremiah is going to be late. For the first time, and I, dude, I can't even tell you the last time I did this, where I was just like super late to the show. I was like, screw it. He's not been here in forever. This is what Sebastian gives him as the intro, and this is whenever I was like, all right, I made the right, <laughs> the right choice. He goes, uh, Sebastian kills. He's uh, he's dismounting. He's ending his set. He's like, this next comedian coming to the stage hasn't been here. Since 1979, please welcome Jerry Seinfeld. The place explodes. Standing ovation. Oh, jeez. I'm getting goosebumps right now. (laughs) He walks to the stage. 
and people are freaking out. All the comics, it's littered with comics all along the back wall. It, it went from being like a, 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 a semi-full room to way oversold out. So many comedians. Comedians like uh, even Chris D'Elia and guys like that who never watch other people's uh, sets, like if they've already gone up. Like yeah. Chris had already gone up, but he heard that Seinfeld, you know. A lot of those those bigger guys are like hanging out, obviously, to watch, you know, this Jedi master on stage. <laughs> he gets on stage. He talks about how funny Sebastian is. He riffs on his set, stuff like that. Uh, he's like, he's so funny. So he he goes, uh, he goes. Does Mitzi Shore still own this place? <laughs> and somebody in that, like a couple people, like in the audience or in the back that work there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, hmm. Let me tell you a little story about Mitzi Shore. Oh, jeez. He goes, oh boy. I have not been, he goes, Sebastian's right. I've not been here. I've not performed on the stage since 1979. I showcased for Mitzi multiple times, and she looked me right in the face and said, I don't like you. <laughs> And I, you know, sometimes people don't like you. That's all that you can do. So I moved on. I started working other places. And whenever, years later, whenever I got my series, the best television show ever (laughs) got a huge (laughs) ovation from that. He goes, uh, I decided to call Mitzi back up. Like, you know, hey, uh, hey, uh, I'm on the show now. He goes, now I have to tell you, at this point, I'm living right next to Mitzi up in the hills. I have a house, a nice house that I live right next to her. And I see her walking every single day as I drive to my super successful sitcom <laughs> on the NBC lot. Yeah. And she's doing that old that that thing where old pe- it looks like old people are trying to exercise. They're moving their bodies, but they're not really doing much. <laughs> they're just walking. He goes, she's doing that. I saw that every day. So I call her up, and she goes, uh, "I go, hey Mitzi, this is Jerry Seinfeld. I'm sure you've heard of or, or seen my show. Uh, I'd like to perform at the Comedy Store." Again, she says, I don't like you. Wow. You. Wow. She goes, you seem like the kind of guy in his career that needs to be stepped on. What? And that person is going to be me. I'm going to do the stepping. (laughs) And Jerry Seinfeld goes, and you don't forget when somebody says something like that to you. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. And he goes, and he goes, and for the next 30 years from whenever I was not allowed to perform here, I worked my ass off to spite her. And she's a big reason of why I worked as hard as I did. And now I'm back here with you guys tonight. And I just got this thunderous reaction. So I assume they're still not cool. 
No, she doesn't like him. <laughs> oh man, that's crazy. But I heard a very I heard a great story last night at the comedy store that Fraser Smith told me about Gary Shandling. Yeah. Gary Shandling at the comedy store for years, Mitzi would not pass or put up. And everybody knew how funny he was, okay? They would sneak him up on stage when Mitzi wasn't in the room or when she wasn't there. That's wow. how funny, like, that's how much everybody was vouching for this guy. They'd bring him up. So that's... so for years, Mitzi's like, no, no, you're not going to work my club, no. So Gary Shandling then, for Johnny Carson, fills in and hosts The Tonight Show one time when Johnny's, like, off. He turns it over to, to Gary Shandling, the guest host. And I guess Gary Shandling murdered, like murdered on the Tonight Show as the host. Yeah. And Gary Shandling walks back up to, to the comedy store on the stairs. And Mitzi's there. And she sees him. And she starts crying. And she said, I was wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> you can work my club now. But she couldn't do that with Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Dude, it's art is uh, in the eye of the beholder. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, puts it in perspective to anybody uh, like myself that uh, <laughs> has, has yeah, struggled this, this with for you? Uh, getting, uh, getting past at a club or, you know, auditioning for something and getting a thousand no's, you know. So are you totally cool with never being a regular at the store? I know it'll happen eventually. No, I, just... I would not be cool with that. Uh, it's got to happen eventually. Otherwise, <laughs> I'd be pretty upset <laughs> just because I put in so much time there. I mean, I'm going to yeah. keep working other yeah. places, which, it. I mean, whenever I showcased twice and I, I got no the second time, it did fuel me a lot to go other places. So I was like, all right. Yeah. Would you so like the people that have wronged you when you when you get a uh, super famous, are you gonna call them back and spite them or are you just gonna let it go? Mm, no, I mean I think as cheesy as it sounds, I I do think things happen for a reason, and for whatever reason, sometimes there's got to be more resistance in certain parts of your life to make you better, and for whatever reason that's ha that is happening specifically. Uh, you know, for me with certain clubs and stuff like that. So it's like, all right, it's a matter of time. Just got to keep working, working, working. I agree. I have a list of people that have wronged me. Oh, wow. Written? Oh, yeah. And I have their emails. And as soon as I'm a regular on a TV show, I'm sending out a blast being like, who's wrong now, motherfuckers? And it's going to be, I might BCC everyone so no one can fight with each other. But right. Uh, yeah, no, there's about 15 people where I'm going to be like, oh, remember when you told me I wasn't 15. funny? Yeah, there's a, there's, a, there's a lot. There's a lot of people. <laughs> wow. Yeah, dude, a lot of people have uh, given me the whole Hollywood bitch slap, so uh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Like, at this point, I'm not even doing it for me. I'm doing it for that moment, Just uh, which I guess is motivation. So. Um, wow. Yeah, sometimes hate's stronger than love, guys. <laughs> Spe speaking of loving yourself, I've decided I'm going to, Jeremiah, I'm going to get my six-pack back. Uh, when did you have this? <laughs> How long? Like, you're talking to me like I've seen this six-pack yeah, before. No, you, I've known you for <laughs> over six years. 
Uh, Jeremiah, remember when we were 17 and we it was way easier for us to exercise and get abs? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna work towards that again. All right, man. Good luck. Wow, look at look, Jer- Jeremiah is about to get himself added to the hate list right now. <laughs> And my former co-host of the building years on the hate bucket list. No, okay. So I haven't had a... I had a six-pack I was like 19. So I estimate I got to drop down to 180 to get it back. Where do you at right now? I'm at 222. So I got to drop 40 pounds. Holy shnikes. But... Here's the thing. I'm swinging for the fences. Yeah, so. how are you going to do that? That's hard, right? Well, I was at two, I was at 230, so I've dropped seven, which is easy. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's going to be easy to get under 200. Once it gets to like 195, then that'll... Yeah. But I look good at 195, so if I can even get to there. All right. Which I can, you know, that's that's way easier. But I'm shooting for 180, so I would say it'd take me probably five, six months. Okay. If I stay on top of it, so... I mean, I've been doing it a week and a half. I've lost seven pounds. Obviously, it gets harder as the more you go. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'm doing it, guys. Wow. I feel better. I'm eating healthy. You know what? I'm spending five to six dollars more a day on food, which doesn't seem like a lot. Oh, that adds up. But uh, it is a lot. I mean, that's because it's that much more expensive for healthier food. Yeah, man. So that's why people don't do it, <laughs> which is why I wasn't doing it. Yeah, but I'm like, I you mean, know if what? I wasn't living with Maya, I'd be still eating like a garbage can. <laughs> I'd still be eating like a homeless food. Pantry. But don't you feel better now that you're eating a little yeah. bit better? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you have more energy. I'm like, you know what? Five or six more dollars a day, it's worth it. So yeah, if you're well being, I'm freaking at Whole Foods for the first time in three years. Oof! <laughs> you don't mess with that Trader Joe's. Uh, Not yeah. quite healthy enough. Well, here, here's the thing I do. I go to Whole Foods. They have a salad bar. And I just buy from the salad bar. It's nine dollars oh, a pound. No, oh, nine dollars a pound. So I, eat. <laughs> I'm so like out of loop. All you can eat, right? Nine dollars is buffet style. Yeah. <laughs> so it's nine dollars a pound. So I eat half a pound mid morning, and then like a half a pound for like lunch, dinner, and then like a banana at night or something. Mm. So I spend about ten to twelve dollars a day on food. Wow. So yeah. I'm just I'm saying this on the podcast, guys. So that way, in six months, and I'm still like not have my six pack. You guys can uh, bully me. You can cyber bully me. Hey, body shame him, y'all. <laughs> Yo, Justin, where that six pack at? Here's the thing about body shaming, though. Is I feel like yeah, it's bad, but also like if you're making a like naturally fat person, you shouldn't make fun of. Them, but like someone that's like clearly not treating their body right, it's their choice to be overweight. So isn't it okay to make fun of them? I don't know. This is more a question, Jeremiah. What do you think? Yeah. Like, it, it's always fun. I love fat jokes, but, like, you know, I understand they're hurtful. <laughs> I'm opening up a dialogue, guys. Email us at thebuildingears at gmail.com oh. and tell us what you think. Seamless. <laughs> That's perfect. Dude, I, on Friday, I was with Jeff Ross at the Improv, and it was super fun. It was, like, sold-out crowd at the Improv. and Just hanging or you did time? Did time. He, oh, he nice. had me as part of Jeff Ross and Friends, uh, his show that he headlined. And I did, uh, it was only like an eight minute set, but it was so fun, dude. I was like, man, oh, I miss, I miss doing like weekend shows. <laughs> yeah. Been a minute, been a minute. You don't have any tour dates lined up now? You always got something similar. Uh, in the, in I've the got pot. some festivals, but I don't have any like weekend dates. So, and when, when's that Moon Tower? 
That is next month on April 21st through the 23rd. So Is that in Austin? It's in Austin. Okay. Yeah, the, what's weird about, or not weird, I guess it's just how they do it. If you do South By, you can't do Moon Tower. And usually it's the other way around, too. Oh, wow. Well. Like, like one year, I guess, somebody got like kicked off. <laughs> because they did South by without letting Moon Tower know because it's in Austin as well. Right. So the venues are close to each other and they're like, Oh no, you're just here and they they promoted you? Nope, you're done. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Did uh does Moon Tower get like the traffic that South by gets? I've never I know what Moon Tower is, but I've never been. For comedy, it's I think the comedy is actually more established there, but as far as like foot traffic of like Right, because South by's got you interactive I mean? film. Yeah, they've got yeah. so it's huge. Right. So it's it's just different. So I'm I'm very curious. I'm I'm super excited because I actually know a lot of the comedians on on the lineup that are going this year, so it should be a good time. Just a good old party. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Because you get some barbecue and stuff. Yeah, man. Yes, sir. Have you ever gotten a food chip from uh, your mom? I always wondered, like, some people do that. I feel like it's a white person thing. Gotten what? Like food shipped, like homemade, like home food. No. Uh, this is something that John McCarthy's mom does is she ships him from his favorite Chicago pizza joint in special, like it, the company does this, pizza from his favorite uh, Chicago deep dish place in like a frozen special shipping all the way out to L.A. <laughs> and he let me have a slice last year or a couple years ago. Dude, it was phenomenal. Oh, so I never so had deep dish like that. Oh, it's so good. They they give you specific directions on how to, like they put the sauce separately and different stuff because it's so thick yeah. that you have to do it at different times. Otherwise, it won't cook, cook all the way through. So, yeah. Shout out to John McCarthy. <laughs> Shout out to John McCarthy. And yeah. That, that good old pizza. Mm-hmm. Uh, well you, got, you got shows this week. Time to promote the old shows. Guys, I'm going to be in Phoenix. Dude, you are out of town all the time. I know, right? but I this I have to go return my car. Okay. But I figured I'm gonna I pick up some shows, so right. I'll be at the Tempe Improv on Friday. And oh then, heck uh, yeah, dude! Um, uh, I'll be at Scott's Stand Up Scottsdale, which actually I think they might have changed their name. I gotta check that mm. uh, the other night. So come check me out. Yeah, I'll be around uh, roast battle every Tuesday at midnight. Justin and I in the DCT at Iowa West <laughs> on, on Wednesdays. I'm at Angel City Brewery on Thursday, Friday. Pat Reagan and I are doing a Reagan Watkins uh, set, as well as I'm doing stand-up on his his uh, show at the Improv Lab, Sticky Juju Butter, I think it's called. <laughs> uh-huh. That's such a weird 10 p.m. at the Improv Lab. Yeah, it's a, it's a great name. And then Saturday, I have Midnight Snack. And for that uh, show in Thousand Oaks, and Monday, for the first time in a long time, hosting Potluck at the Comedy Store. So I'm super excited Woo, about that. Gonna, gonna take another IG post of your name on the marquee? You know. That's always a guaranteed 200 likes for old Jeremiah. Yeah, we'll see. Because uh, you do something funny. You always do I something to, funny I with try, it. Yeah, I try it's to do It's not just your name. It's always like you poured water on yourself. Remember yeah, that was something, one? something stupid. You know how to spice it up. Well, I mean, otherwise it's just a name on a sign. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah, we've, okay, yeah, we've seen that before. <laughs> we've seen a name on a sign before. You got to add to it. Oh, Jeremiah, so creative. 
All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to The Building Years. Like Justin said, email us at thebuildingyears at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening and subscribing. Tell your friends about us or not. Yeah, or. So we'll just keep being unsponsored. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm sad. Thanks for listening, guys.